First off, uh, we're here in Philadelphia the day after the Overcast and Friends show here at the TLA. Uh, and first off, um, I'm just wondering, what were your thoughts on that whole experience? Because that was a fucking wild ride. Um, I, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was like really crazy, honestly. Like, mm-hmm. like being able to see like these people that I've like kind of looked up to in person. Yeah, like who did you end up meeting up with in total? Like, there's, I mean, okay, that's a loaded question because I'm sure you've met up with like dozens of people at this point. Yeah. A lot of people. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Um, was was there any like crazy like oddball people that like you bumped into? Because I can name like five off the top of my head. Like, what was first somebody lately you didn't expect to be here? Uh, Zach Greer. Zach. Yeah. Well, I didn't expect to meet Zach Greer. You I didn't mean. expect to meet Zach Greer. Was he like? I'm I'm assuming he was fun to be around. Uh, yeah, he's a pretty cool person. Zach Greer showed up to our B and B, and I remember like I was like really tired so I was super duper out of it and then like Niz pulled up and I was like oh hey Niz how's it going and like I was dapping people up dapping people up and then like and then I'm like oh Jay from Overcast okay okay Zach Rears okay and then they just kept coming and kept coming and kept coming and then I like I like it didn't register to me until they left that I was like Zach Greer just came over and then also <laughs> um last night I invited like the hive mind guys over mm-hmm. and then randomly like I was expecting like Grant and Alex Riley and Graydon but then Quadeca just showed up. Yeah, I, yeah. Quadeca also showed up at Ryan's place when he came over. I think like I mentioned Webcation because like uh, Grant asked me, he was like, "Hey, like, do you have any artists that you're like really, really like look looking forward to?" And I'm like, honestly, the entire Webcage roster right now is super duper exciting, especially because they just put up peer to peer, and um, like I was talking to them about Webcage, and then he just and then I'm like, for example, this song. Um, Freakout has 15 production credits on it. Like they're like <laughs> yeah. they're like and they're like insane. They like work together a ton. And Grant found that super interesting, and so did um so did Quadeca, So yeah. yeah, he actually told me he f- he got put onto Webcage by you. <laughs> oh really? Okay, that's yeah. awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> okay. That whole conversation just like read out like a fucking Mad Lib. It was insane. <laughs> like Quadeca found Webcage through Backlight Noah. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. I'm wondering have there, have there been any like pet peeves that you've had tested like meeting new people, whether it be just like random like people at like the venue or like anything like that. Have you had anything like that come up or no? Um. I had one person refer to me just as Lane, like that I didn't know. Mm. That bothers me. Like, I, that's yeah. Like that. That that's one thing that really bothers me is people like people like. I don't know how to say this without sounding like I think I'm a bigger artist than I am because I don't. But like, one thing that bothers me is the concept of parasocial relationships. Right. Like, like I'm down to like, I'll, I'm down to like talk for a minute. Mm-hmm. But just because we, just because you met me at a show, like we're not like close, close friends, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's it's an interesting sort of thing to like, cause I remember like I was seeing like like for example like the Hive Mind guys that were getting hounded. Like like I mean like all respect to them, they handled it super duper well. But I could I can imagine it might be a little frustrating to be like, hey, what's up, Dignan, for like the fortieth time in a day. Yeah, it's like. I get that it's like a joke, an ongoing joke in the channel, but like also it's like you don't know them. So to randomly come up to them and like hound them for like whatever the case may be, it like can get a little bit frustrating over as time goes on. Honestly, it really just depends on my mood. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm in a good mood and like at the Overcast show, I was in a very good mood. Yeah, like I'm I'm fine with it. Mm-hmm. But like if I'm like having a pissy day, then no. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody that I get like a bad vibe off of, mm-hmm. yeah, then no. I think that just the advice there is just don't be weird. Like I've saw like yeah. I saw a hell of people like going up to like different artists and calling them by like their actual name. Like people in the crowd were first naming break-ins. like. That's just that's just odd. Like like unless you're like unless you're like a friend of like Bregans or something like that. If that feels weird, it can be like pretty fucking overwhelming to get introduced to so many people like back to back to back to back to back <laughs> yeah. to back to back. Uh, so I'm wondering, has there ever been a point in these past few days where you felt like your social battery gets sort of drained? And if so, like how do you rectify that? Honestly, no. Really? Okay. Like I like my social battery just does not deplete. I don't get it. <laughs> okay, you know, I mean that's a, I mean that's a good thing. Do you feel like that's the case the same online and in person? Or? I would say it's definitely more the case in person than online. 
Like, like I can't, I can't hop into like twelve Discord calls back to back. But like, yeah. I can, but like, I can, I can handle meeting like twenty five people in a night. With this being like a massive meetup for the community, and I'm sure like you and I have been taking photos with each like fucking constantly. We took photos earlier. Yeah, we've probably been taking photos like for. I've taken probably more photos. My camera roll is more packed for like the past week than it has been like the previous like six months combined. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'm wondering, like, uh, you kept your face like largely a secret for the most part up until maybe about the past couple months. So I'm wondering, what informed your decision to do that? Uh, what informed my decision to like just kind of remain just like mm-hmm. sort of like anonymous? I like my privacy, Very and also that goes back to the parasocial relationship thing from a second ago. Uh, and then what does what made me decide to change that was. I was just, like, in a bunch of Instagram lives. I figured, fuck it, people know what I look like now. It's whatever. Like, if I'm going to be in a fucking CM10 Instagram live, then, like... And I, Ryan... Uh, Ryan and Ryan Lehan, yeah. yeah. Like, that's... Is it is it Lehan or Lehan? It's Lehan. Le- what the fuck? I've heard the exact opposite from, like, six people at this point. <laughs> he pronounced, I've pronounced it uh, Lehan this whole time, but then somebody's like, no, it's Lehan, and I'm like, okay. It, no, it's Lehan. Le- yeah, okay, all right, well, I'm glad I got that right. I'm definitely getting more comfortable with it as I continue further, like, with music and stuff. It's also kind of deal with just, like... I don't really like the way I look in most pictures. Valid. Yeah, I've like, bro, did you see that one picture that Gabby posted to me? Fuck that photo so much, bro. I'll put it on screen right now. Fuck that photo so much. <laughs> bro, literally, like, like it seems like every time a photo is taken to me, like, every time I take a picture of my friends, they're all, like, doing, like, crazy, like, cool poses and shit like that. Then one, every time that I'm in one of them, I look stupid as hell. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's honestly how it was for me for, like, a while, and then I just stopped caring honestly with all the performances being so bombastic now and like shows such as this becoming more of a possibility as the quarantine opens up i'm wondering has like the prospect of like performing live someday ever like entered your mind and if so what are your thoughts on oh that? yeah uh, i definitely want to perform live like really? soon really like what are you like are you performing like are you thinking of doing like your own music or, like a combination of like the sort of like set stuff that you've done for like form and like goop house and stuff like that or what? um i might throw a couple covers in there like i definitely i want to start doing live editions of songs mm. like i want to like i want to start changing it up a bit like it's interesting that you mentioned that you want to switch things up for a live performance environment because i feel like a lot of the stuff off of slow down could make for a really really cinematic experience in like a live performance environment and i understand with slow down you made like a pretty deliberate decision to not show like not give away too much of the project and only show very specific portions to very specific people before it came out yeah i'm wondering what informed your decision to go with that direction um, I kind of wanted to be like sort of like kind of a surprise for as many people as possible, but I kind of wanted to like tease it a little bit to like some of my friends, mm-hmm. like just like hey, listen to this shit. Yeah, no, like it's interesting that you take that direction because like um, Sersha, like she mentioned that she's a very big sharer, um, and that she, oh like, yeah, yeah, like she wants to like show as many to try and get input as many people as possible. I'm wondering, was there any sort of like inspiration or like any sort of like feeling of like. I don't want this to be influenced by others all that much or like I want this to be like a holistic like thing from just me or when you bring up like cat being a big share mm-hmm. I'm like naturally a big share that was fucking difficult for really me not, okay for me yeah. to not share the whole thing yeah like trying to be all mysterious and shit when you don't shut the fuck up yeah <laughs> yeah like if y'all see my tweets you understand I cannot fucking stop tweeting like that like it's the same it's the same sort of thing with music mm-hmm like, like I just do not shut the fuck up ever, and I need to, because <laughs> yeah, I'd be saying the most foul shit. On like the- that, like what the fuck was the what the fuck was that one tweet of yours that like like blew up the, like a while back? To the Joker, they are just impractical. Yeah, to the Joker, <laughs> fuck you for that. To the Joker, they are just, yeah, fuck you for that, bro. <laughs> on slow down, I understand every single song on it is samples a previous song from your discography. So could you take us through which songs you sampled and when and why? Okay, uh. Exordium samples growing pains. Um, 
a lot of them sample growing pains. <laughs> um, uh, slow down uh, samples growing pains also, and it also samples uh, WMB. Hmm. Okay. Um, like the piano, like the piano section is like layered under like the ending part. Yeah, because like it's interesting that you mentioned that like it samples because I like heard nothing. Like I heard like not like whatever you did, you layered them like excellent. Yeah, that's because yeah. I that's because I lossied the shit out of it. <laughs> okay. Um, weight weight of a word was means to an end. Mm-hmm. Um, silhouettes actually is exordium. What? Yeah. So on is it? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on, we're on the we're on the back. What? Silhouettes is exordium. How? Like how? Like what? It's the same first thirty-two bars. Seriously? Yep. <laughs> I just pitched it up two notes. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, I don't know how the fuck. Okay, maybe I'm stupid or something because I did not hear that at any point. That's insane. Wow. <laughs> and then uh, slow down like really felt like a culmination of like a lot of different things. Like it sort of felt like you've been trying to make something like slow down for some time and you finally achieved yeah. that for once. So now that you have a concrete project out, like how do you look back both on it and your or, like or your work that that came before it? It's very reassuring in a sense because like it feels like. I can look back on it and say, like, hey, I accomplished what I set out to do. It's time for me to start doing some other shit. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, your previous work before that, does it seem dated by comparison or anything or no? Very dated. Very? Very dated. I I, I don't want to say I hate it because there's still something special to me about it. Mm-hmm. But I really do think I could have done it infinitely better with every song prior to, like, Means to an End. Huh. Okay. Is it just from, like, is it just because... Like, I'm assuming, is it because of, like, technical proficiency, or is it because just, like, you have, a, like, a vision now, a more concrete vision now that they have slowed down out? It's really both, really honestly. Hard. Like, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not gonna front. I fucking hate the mixing on Growing Pains. Really? Yeah, I hate the way my vocals are mixed on that song. Um, I feel like a lot of artists have gotten, like, uh, like, used and, like, used to and, like, comfortable with just because of quarantine recording recording everything as in like like recording mastering producing everything doing everything inside of their bedrooms so now that the quarantine is opening back up we're having more and more people actually working not necessarily like a studio environment but just working with others in sort of that like collaborative environment so i'm wondering like uh do you have any sort of like reservations about recording vocals or producing in front of others do you have any anxiety in that realm i like in as far as in front of others no i i don't mind i don't mind recording vocals in front of other people or producing for other people Mm -hmm. uh or producing in front of other people. Mm. I also don't mind producing for other people. Mm. Um, I do have a little bit of reservation about recording, vo- like recording verses. Like I, I will never do a paid feature. Like really? Yeah, I don't. I feel like I, I, my music has its own direction, mm. and I feel like I'm really the only one that can fully solidify what I want to do with it. You know? Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Because like when you look at your feature list, it is like real. It's like it's like an Austin song, and then it's like, like very close friends of mine that like right. get it. Right. Like Austin yeah. gets it, and Cat gets it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Actually, like, it makes sense because it feels like I feels like I mean, and Lunamatic gets it. Right. Of course. Yeah. Lunamatic always 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 understands the assignment. But yeah, like mm-hmm. I, it's interesting you mention that because it feels like not to say that like you know other artists like aren't are like bad at it by any means. Like not to say oh, that it's no. like a chore to do like a paid feature for somebody oh, else. No, not at all. Yeah, but it just it always does generally seem like I'm here to make money. I'm not here to like make anything profound if i do end up making something profound then like okay that's an advantage but it it does generally feel like features are sort of like a means to an end huh full circle moment oh yeah. oh let's i go, got the let's reference go. let's go Fuck, I yeah fucking hate this kid <laughs> <laughs> let's say like silento comes to you tomorrow with like ten thousand dollars would you do one for them no no <laughs> no you end, okay well who would you who would you do a feature for um 
honestly really only like somebody that would like get what I want to do. Okay, what about Pipple? Like, be honest. Like, be honest with yourself. If Pipple was like, I'll give you a million dollars tomorrow. I'll, I would do production for Pitbull. <laughs> production, holy shit. Can <laughs> you imagine, like, fucking Daria Core Pitbull? Oh, Daria. I need to make Pitbull Daria Core for sex. And an almond break over fucking Mr. Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, oh my god, that'd be fucking hilarious. Yeah, just fucking like the most ear piercing snare you've ever heard in your life. DJ Khaled. <laughs> oh we the best music. Wow. <laughs> On the topic of uh, Webcage, you guys, is, uh, your debut album, Peer to Peer, just dropped a couple days ago. And I'm wondering, like, personally, like, I thought it was fantastic. I, I really, really, really fucking enjoyed it. Thank you. And, um, but something that, like, struck out to me is that the project is, like, how varied its, its like, subject matter is. So I'm wondering, when it came to, like, when it came time to create, like, all the tracks that you worked on, did, like, what came first? Was it, like, sort of, like, the beat came first, or was it vocals? Was it an idea? Um, the, the production came first, at least, on the songs that I started. Mm, okay. I can't really speak for everybody else, but um, it was definitely, it's usually the, like, the instrumentals that come first. Like, the instrumental from Actor, uh, BBBBFC, he started that. Okay. And um, I've met multiple people that think he did the outro. I did the outro. Oh, okay. So let's set the record straight right now. You did yeah, the outro. Yeah, let's set that. Does the beat coming first, is that simply just because it's easier for you guys to form, like, ideas for, like, lyrics and whatnot once you have, like, a instrumental palette available for you, or? Um... Well, I've, this is kind of like delving into like the reason I started making music. I grew up with like a severe stutter, mm. so I couldn't really like put what I wanted to say into words, so I decided to put it into music, and that kind of, that kind of delved into me making more instrumental music. Like, I started out making dubstep. Right, okay. Um, And, well, not necessarily that, but just like, you know, just music for racists. Right. <laughs> Another thing that struck me specifically is I looked at like the production side of things. Like I remember I looked in like the Spotify credit section and I had to, I had to scroll down, which I've never <laughs> done before because yeah. there's 15 production credits on Freakout. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I'm wondering like, um, there isn't like a single track on the entire album that has just one producer for it. It's always like a collaborative effort. So I'm wondering, um, as someone with production who's that's featured so heavily on the project, what do you think are some advantages and disadvantages of having that many cooks in the kitchen? One of the biggest advantages is that like a lot of people's different ideas can come together in a really like truly beautiful way, which is what I love as much as I do about Webcage. Mm -hmm. um, the biggest disadvantage that I can think of is it's it's kind of hard to like get everybody involved. You know, mm -hmm. it's kind of like difficult to get like everybody on when there's so many people. Mm -hmm. Like there's a few people that didn't like make any appearances on the tape that I wish had, mm -hmm. but it's but like you know it's fine. It's yeah. it's out now. It's all good. Yeah, no, I, I guess that makes sense. Like, one of the things that struck me about Webcage is it seems oddly enough that, like, your guys' like, a lot of what a lot of other collectives, like, weakness is, is that you guys have a ton of moving parts. Like, moving parts are usually what, like, kills collectives, like, immediately because it takes a lot of commitment. It takes a lot of talent. It takes a lot of organization. It takes a lot of communication to make something like that work. But you guys seem to flourish because of how many moving parts you guys have. Mm -hmm. Like, I wouldn't expect, like, a 30-person collective to have an entire album this early into their lifespan. Yeah, I, I don't think... I don't even think we expected to have an album this early on. Like, we just had, like, a folder of a bunch of, like, songs, and we just figured, like, hey, we should make a tape out of these. Mm -hmm. yeah, and then it used... There's a timeline very close to this one where that tape is 16 songs long. Really? Yeah. Like, wow. there, that original folder was, like, 16, maybe 17 songs. Um, and then we, like, cut a few down because there was some that we just didn't want to finish. There was some that, like, we didn't think fit the direction. Our original vision was... I'll, I'll just call it what it is. It was Cyphers. Okay. Um, 
Uh, I feel like Webcage feels a lot more like a band now. Right, absolutely. Than, absolutely. than a collective. It's definitely not a collective anymore. Right, yeah, I would say so. Like, especially because, like, especially with how guitar heavy your guys' instrumentation has leaned recently, like, I think genuinely you're invited, like, if Webcage were to do, like, a group performance, it could genuinely be a live band at this point. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, which is insane to say. And actually, a good portion of the Webcage members, not necessarily the majority, but, like, a good... New York City is, like, the most common city for Webcage right. members to live in, or, like, New York adjacent, like, that's just me saying, like, it'd be easy for us to, like, meet up and practice for it. Right, yeah, and I'm wondering, like, obviously, getting that many people together, it would be amazing to see, however, it's a lot easier said than done, obviously, trying to get that many people organized in one event, um, plus it'd be expensive and all that, but fuck all that, if money were no object, what would you want Webcage's first performance to be? Like, in, like, like no bars, like, anything. I, I, I'd, honestly, I haven't even really thought about it. Really? I haven't. Yeah, I haven't, like, thought that through. I'm just, like, thinking of it as, like, a possibility that it could happen. With you guys, it's, like, anything is possible. I'm imagining, like, Dr. Fauci coming out and opening for you guys and, like, fucking... It's like, hey, here's a set from Chisa Korean, and everybody's just like, all right, let's run it. Like, if you had, if no, if money were no object, that's what I would personally want it to be. But mm-hmm. maybe I would really love to get opened for by Pitbull. Oh, my God. Opened for by Pitbull. <laughs> yeah. That would be such a fucking brag. Just like, yeah, Pitbull opened for my show. <laughs> Like, yeah. my undercard was Pitbull. <laughs> Can you imagine, bro? That crowd would be so confused. It's, like, all, like, the Miami dads and shit coming out to support <laughs> Pitbull. And, like, half the crowd. It's, like, 30. There's, like, maybe one shirt every, like, 10 square exactly, meters. Exactly. <laughs> as, like, as more of, like, generalizations, generalizations continue, how do you feel about people calling both your music and Webcage's music hyperpop or Digicore? Um, honestly, I, I've just kind of accepted that hyperpop is more of an umbrella term. Mm-hmm. Um... I think Webcage's old music would be could be classified as digicore. Right. Um or hyperpop per se. I think our new music is like taking like a more of like an indie direction. Right, alt or like indie direction. Yeah, yeah like sure. alternative stuff. So like honestly, as far as I'm concerned, it's really up to personal interpretation. Like yeah, like my like even with my music, you can call it whatever you want. Like Rearview, you can you can call that hyperpop, I won't mind. And especially because like the term hyperpop was created to not necessarily, not essentially, like, give, like, an alter, like, give, like, a name for, like, a genre, but more so give a name to, like, a community, I think. Um, like, for example, like, like you see stuff like Fantasize getting put on, like, the Hyperpop playlist on Spotify. That's not a Hyperpop song, but Eric is what's traditionally considered, like, a member of the Hyperpop community, so it makes sense for him to be included. So I get, like, I guess, I get, like, the, I get, like, both sides of it, where, like, people are upset with having their music be generalized underneath the term, but I'm more so of the opinion that, like, it's a community, less so a sound, if that makes sense. Yeah, hyperpop is definitely more of a scene than a genre. Yeah, and then um, in the past couple months, you've been getting like a pretty crazy amount of attention from like a whole variety of avenues, whether it be like Anthony Fantano not shitting on Rearview on his stream, which is surprising, or like for example, Eric like showing you love and um, like streams and whatnot. Uh, so I'm wondering, like, um, now that you have some more eyes on you, like, how does it feel? Like, do you feel like have you, you have additional pressure to sort of perform or anything like that, or no? Honestly, no, no, no. I, I like. I appreciate it. I appreciate the living hell out of it. Yeah. Um, I love the I love the fact that I've been able to have the platform that I have, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's an amazing thing. But I don't really feel like any pressure. I think I just, I think like, I think the kind of fan base that I want to cultivate is the people that would get it, like the right. the people that would really just like understand that I'm gonna perform when I want to perform. You know. 
Right. I guess that yeah, I mean, it makes sense going back to like never doing a paid feature. It's like you never have to worry about another person sort of misinterpreting what you're going for because you have control over like your direction. Yeah. Uh, no matter how many artists you discover in the scene, it seems like every time you turn your back, there's another fucking dozen popping up. Uh, so I'm wondering if you put if you could put our listeners onto a handful of artists, what would they be? Okay. I've actually given a lot of thought to this. Really? Okay. Aaron Kushner, two Oscar, BH, Searsha Dream, Machina. Yeah, the entire WebCage roster. Mm-hmm. Um, Aaron Kushner, Machina, Great Milk. Great Milk, absolutely. Yes, holy shit, yes. CL. CL, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, CL, CL done a rebrand recently, so you definitely check out her music, yeah. Uh, yeah, CL, um, Travels, mm-hmm. Drake. Drake. <laughs> Thanks for putting our viewers on to Drake. <laughs> <laughs> um... You do realize that, like, in every single one of these, like, it doesn't matter which artist they mention in, like, this section. I always link them in the description, so I'm just gonna have to put fucking Drake in the description <laughs> of this video. <laughs> For all those who just, don't know Drake, I'll put his Spotify in the description, yeah. Uh, there's this one Austrian folk artist that I really like called Doppelfinger. Hmm, okay. Um, definitely, definitely listen to him if you're into that kind of music. Yeah, shit, no, I feel like, uh, there, it's interesting how, like... It's interesting how, like, um, generally speaking, like, I would, you would think, like, a lot of artists, and not to say that there isn't, but you'd think, like, a lot of artists from this scene would maybe pull from artists within the scene for inspiration. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think I can see a pretty clear, like, inspiration from other genres, from, like, outside shit that I wouldn't even expect, like folk, uh, in your music. So that's super interesting. Yeah. I'd, I've definitely taken a lot of inspiration from people, like, I, like people both in this scene and out. Like, I, I take as much inspiration from people like Radiohead as I take from Delizic. Wow, that's one hell of, that's one hell of a combination. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. It's like the it's like the write your music canon right there. <laughs> like <laughs> love both of them. But yeah. Um on a similar note, even beyond Webcage, you've collaborated with like with a with a, with a good handful of people so far. But I'm wondering, um I'm I'm sure there's plenty more that you want to work with. So if you had to pick a handful of people, the handful of people that you think would get it, uh who who would you pick? Okay, so him. Swayze? Yeah. You wanna work with Swayze? Okay. I wanna him. work with you at some point. I want to work with you at some point. Let's go. Nate is another person. Um, I also really want to work with CL. CL, absolutely. Yeah, no. Especially like, especially because of the recent shift in direction that she's had with her music. She beat the Daria Core allegations. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like she's starting to get it more, you know? I keep saying get it. I'm not going to say what it is. <laughs> Finally, you've come a really long way in 2021 alone, um, and I'm sure, like, I'm super excited, like, not only for what you have in store, but also WebCage as well. Uh, so I'm wondering, is there anything else you want to accomplish before the year is through? I want to start getting on my drill shit. Ooh, really? Okay, yeah. shit. I've been really fucking with the drill, like, drum pattern lately. The Great Milk and Ryan Layhand song is a perfect example of the kind of drill that I'm talking about. I want to start getting on that shit. Yeah, I want to just, like, cover as many genres as possible, mm-hmm. and I want to provide i want to be able to solidify and provide a refreshing sound right yeah so it's like once you've like touched on slow down you think you want to move on like now that you've touched on the slow down you want to move on to something else mm-hmm. i definitely want it to be like a clean transition like i want to like i'm thinking i might start like releasing another ep mm-hmm. it's gonna be like a transition from that into my next thing mm-hmm. Because there's like honestly, there's like a million different directions that I want to touch on. Mm-hmm. Is that just from like a, like wanting to find like a, a genre that could potentially interest you more than the stuff you're doing right now? Or um, it's honestly it's honestly more of a matter of just whatever I'm feeling like, you know. Um, I think that's gonna wrap it up for us. Uh, do you have anything else to say to the people? All right, I think that's gonna do it. This has been Wishlane. Um, I think we're gonna head out to either get dinner after this or whatnot. But y'all, see you later.